What's up, guys? You're back on another episode of the Seeking Success Podcast. Today, we're here with our first ever guest, Steve Kerr. Big shout out to Steve Kirk. Thank you for letting us come through and recording this episode. Um, it's going to be great. So. Guys, thanks so much for uh, for having me. I didn't even realize I was the the first guest. Yeah. I'm actually I'm, I'm actually pumped about that. Pretty that's, special, uh, eh? That's awesome, dude. I feel uh, I, I feel elite. But uh, no, seriously, like the energy you guys have been bringing to the uh, to, to the industry on your social everything. It's just been it's it's just been super impressive. Like I Definitely. love you guys. So we appreciate uh, it. No, really, really happy to be uh, happy to be here. Back at you. Like, if you didn't know, Steve Curry is a real estate agent. He has Vendetta. He owns Vendetta Media. Like, he has a plethora of things that he does, and he's just an amazing guy all around. Yeah, if you want to introduce yourself, go for it. Uh, yeah, sure. So, uh, I, I mean, that kind of uh, kind of covers it. So, I wear a couple uh, co- couple different hats. Yeah. Uh, one of the brands that I uh, that I run is Steve the uh, Steve the Real Estate Guy. Uh, we do real estate within Durham Region and pretty much throughout the uh, throughout the GTA. Yeah. Uh, and then I also own Vendetta Media Group, uh, as you guys know. But for the people. Uh, people watching uh vendetta media is an all-inclusive marketing solution for anywhere from from small personal brands all the way up to large-scale uh large-scale corporations and essentially it's kind of a you can think of it as like a staples that was easy button yeah for the marketing <laughs> industry. so whatever, whatever is needed from graphic design all the way to uh content creation on social media we we take care of that amazing and again we'll have their uh, accounts tagged and everything so be sure to follow them and check them out. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll get into it with the yeah. questions. Can't wait. I know that we connected through real estate, and in that sense, um, of course, our brokerage CLC being partnered with you and everything. Um, but my first question, I guess, to start off is, how did you even start with real estate? How did that become an interest with with uh, in yourself? Yep. And then how did you even go about becoming a realtor and kind of that whole process? For sure, yeah. for sure. Um, so basically what ended up, uh, happening, I mean, do, do you want me to rewind kind of, kind of right to the, yeah, right to the beginning? Yeah, so, Give us um, a drop. <laughs> so ba- basically, um, after, after high school, I was one of those guys who was like super lost. I just did not Agreed. know exactly what I was trying to, uh, tr- trying to do. It just felt like there was something more that I wanted to accomplish. I also came from a pretty, uh, pr- pretty small town. So Kind of one of the realities with uh, with, with small towns is uh, you're limited in terms of the exposure that you have. That's so very true. Very true. With, with parents that I have, uh, uh, parents that I talk to now in my uh, in, in my peer group, I try and really um, express to them to me the importance of just making sure that your kids are seeing all different walks of uh, what walks of life. Now, with that said, there is nothing wrong with going a blue collar route, going a white collar route. Yep. Like, like I, I have no preference in that. It's really all about you and what's going to make you, uh, you happy. And I know people that are very successful on all sides. Yeah. Um, but the unfortunate reality, when you're kind of in a small town, you only get exposed to kind of that blue collar, uh, blue collar business. So yeah. everybody, my theory is, uh, when you're coming up, generally people emulate success and I think that is is just an evolutionary uh, evolutionary situation. So, um, what I saw as successful, all the people around me that were kind of the most successful in this small town worked at like General Motors. They did labor, you know, stuff like uh, okay. stuff like that. Yeah. So after high school, that was kind of my plan. It was like, I'm, I'm going to go work at General Motors. Uh, I'm going to work there for 30, 30 years. I'll be Steve. I get home about 5.30 and crack a six-pack. And uh, that, that was really what I saw 
for my life because I really didn't see other options. Yeah. Right. And and to be honest, I've never even taken that in within right. the small town exposure, I guess, right. where you do, you're limited to kind of what you see. Again, yeah. um, I myself growing up in Oshawa, <clears throat> it's still, it's a small city, I guess yep. you could say, right? But I grew up in the sense of I was always exposed to economics, yep. um, anything as such. And then again, people within my school, high school, whatever, um, they all came from different paths. So I kind of saw it all in that sense. Yeah. And I guess that's a different perspective to look at it where, you know, you're kind of thinking of that as success where now that you've been exposed, it's a complete different definition. Right? And it's actually it's actually crazy to think about like the different perspectives that people may have because definitely like growing up and like you only know like what you're really exposed to and like yeah. your experiences. Like, you can't really, you can't change that yourself unless like, you're exposed to something different. Yep. So it's kind of amazing to see like you go from that to where you are now. Oh, well. 100 feet. That's yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks. It's uh, quite honestly, it's just a lot of a uh, lot of hard work. But yeah. but the reality of that, it kind of put me in a situation where I felt kind of lost because it was like the things I was doing, I wasn't getting that fulfillment that mm-hmm. I realistically uh, was looking for. And I think anyone should be looking for uh, when, when you're talking about something like your career, this is your exactly. life. Exactly. That's 40 plus years that you're going to spend working and actually grinding towards it. Like when you pass away, that's what people are knowing you as. Yeah, yeah, almost a legacy, right? You can look at it as a legacy, especially within business and kind of the route you've taken. It is a legacy. It's a a huge part of it. It's your legacy. It's a huge part of your identity while you're actually actually doing it. So it's just super important to make sure that you're you're happy. And once again, I want to be super, super clear regardless of which path you end up doing mm-hmm. it's just about making sure that you're fulfilled you're motivated you're excited when exactly. you wake up because I've, I've done those jobs when i was in kind of that lost period mm-hmm. uh where i just fucking hated my life yeah. like it was, it was i'm assuming we can swear on here yeah oh, of course 100 cool. <laughs> percent. Uh, so uh yeah i just fucking hated my life man it was yeah uh, it, it, it was brutal so and- um, what ended up happening? So I started fulfilling my destiny of working in factories, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, kind of was doing that. Bounced around different uh, d- different labor jobs. Really like bounced around a lot of a uh, lo- lot of different things, and then okay. completely accidentally, and I mean completely accidentally, I was probably nineteen. Maybe maybe twenty, but but in and around that uh, so that age again around our age right now that he's speaking at so yeah <laughs> this is going to be definitely interesting. Yeah. So th- this this kind of morning will probably sound familiar. To yeah, you guys. So <laughs> I drank entirely too much at my friend's house, yeah. <laughs> passed out on his floor. Yeah, um, and I was taking the uh, uh, taking the bus home afterwards, okay. and I hopped on the bus, and my buddy Josh that I hadn't seen since high school was just randomly there and he worked for a company called Direct Energy and I don't know if you guys are familiar with them people I'm sure watching will be but literally it was a door-to-door sales walking up hitting uh, hitting doors but he was making fucking money man. Yeah, like, yeah, like he was yeah. actually making cash uh, cash doing it and especially at that age like I, I know Khalil and I are in that sense too where you start seeing uh, your friends starting to make yeah, a lot of money man. and you're like you know you get intrigued right yeah. but um, well, it kind of changes your perspective too. You're like that. They're my age. They making money. You know, I can do this that's too. It. Right? Exactly. You also have a different set of motivators at that, that that's time, very specifically true. girls. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah. At, at 19, you can't date high school girls, and all the girls your age want to date like 25 year olds. So you yeah. gotta compete oh with these goodness. dudes with like beamers and, and actually <laughs> like, legit jobs. So, we're literally yeah, in this stage I, I gotta, right had to compete with you two. Like, like, how am I gonna do that? Acne, I was fat. <laughs> it's just not gonna work. So, um, 
Anyways, randomly, uh, yeah, randomly met up with him, and we're just shooting the shit and talking. He told me about this uh, th- this new uh, new gig he was doing, okay. And he seemed to be doing well with it, and he was <clears throat> making uh, ma- making cash. So I was like, you know, all right. So so what do I got to do? Definitely. Yeah. It was door to door. It was straight commission. There was oh, no shit. interview. You just showed up, and they're like, sure, you can uh, you, <laughs> oh. you, you can work any dirt ball could work there. Like it did not it did not matter. That's crazy. Um. So anyways, I went. Started with that uh, with, with, with that job, and um, dude, it was like the sales school of hard knocks. So there was oh an my. expectation that you knock 150 doors a day. A day? 150 a day. And I, that number went down depending on how many deals that you actually, uh, actually got. That's right? a lot so of walking. It was crazy. Gonna, it was good for burning. I'm out. just gonna yeah. put this into perspective too. For like even realtors who are door knocking, I don't think they're even doing a hundred doors. No, and you're no, doing a no. I, I, I hear metrics on that now. Now, granted, a lot of those were pretty quick conversations because okay. you were yeah. just getting doors slammed in your face. Yeah. There was a lot more people were a lot more aggressive towards you than probably as a uh, as a real estate exactly. agent. As soon as they open that door, they they instantly have their answer. That's it. And at that time, so what Direct Energy was was like they did these uh, fixed rate gas uh, get gas contracts. So okay. um, it was it was a good deal for some. Some people not so much. Depended on the uh, on the circumstances. Um, but at the end of the day, they were bombarded because it was yeah. like so many people that were uh, hitting them. So they were not happy. Sometimes I'd go there and I was literally the fourth guy from the same company no. that had been there that day. Right? You guys so, didn't have like specific neighborhoods. Or none of that. None of that. Okay. And, and you also had different offices where it's like a, a, an office from Toronto might hear about like a hotspot in Oshawa, so they pop over. Really? Uh, pop over here. Wow. So yeah, yeah. No, literally there were times where you were like the third, fourth guy, <laughs> and this isn't like the most organized crew in the world. Sometimes it might have been a guy that I was with. So we were literally just a bunch of maniacs trying to trying to run around hustle. But but we had a guy basically running r- running the show there and his name was Brian Marcellus. Um, I don't think he's going to hear this. If he does, Brian had Brian, thank you. If you <laughs> do. Uh, uh, huge. Um, Brian was a really really unique individual okay. and um, one of the most valuable lessons that I, I think I learned from him and that he, uh, he he showed me is selling with empathy, selling with honesty and making sure that you're actually serving the people that you're uh, that, that you're selling and not just walking up to those doors with dollar signs. Yeah, just providing value. Exactly. He also introduced me to some old school uh, kind of real estate, or, or not real estate, like sales coaches like Zig Ziglar, uh, Joe Girard, stuff like uh, okay. stuff like that. So he was really big on that, and I find even today. I'm one of very, very few salespeople that has actually studied sales, like studied it like it's a course. And mm. all the books at my place are all between business and uh, business sales. And then eventually that turned into marketing because I had that realization that marketing is just selling at scale. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I got excited that I can sell to a million people instead of just one at a uh, one, one at a time, right? And, so And that literally like, again, from that, you being 19, 20 in that age where... Yeah. Again, maybe that job didn't make a direct impact to where you are today, but it did. It did. Okay. It did. My yeah, point it did. proven. It though. Did. My point yeah. proven because the facts, the sales, they like the skills you've learned within sales yeah. and the stuff now, you still hold value to what you learned then yep. today, right? Yep. So again, that's the whole path of what our podcast right. is called: Literally. seeking success. Even back then, you were exactly. still on the path of seeking success. It was, right? it was yeah. a very misguided 
definitely see, you, like no idea <laughs> no, where exactly. the fuck I was going. But yeah, that was. But exactly, it's it's exactly, funny to exactly. see how again back then you had no clue where this picture is going to play 100%. into your whole like the bigger picture. But yeah, that actually made a pretty big impact yeah, within exactly. what it is today. Right? And it's kind of crazy because like Insane. that's what you back then you didn't realize what you were going to get into. Obviously, a couple years later, but. That was literally like the stepping stones for you getting where you are now. That's it. And the definition has never been true within that sense. Everything happens for a reason. What are the chances you see your high school friend on the bus? Like, you know what I mean? So random, man. That's so random, right? I shouldn't have even been there. Right? It was an accident that I I was on that bus. So, yeah, no, super, super random. So... What actually ended up happening there? So, so like I said, we're knocking 150 doors uh, d- doors a day, just nonstop grind, nonstop hustle. We're talking minus 40. Where to, coach? Shut the oh fuck up! Like, 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 there was no whining on this team. Okay. Like it didn't exist. Okay. Yeah. So, really hardened you, uh, hardened you up. Um, and you would go and let's keep in mind a successful day, a very successful day. So, so I'll break down all the numbers. We made 60 bucks a deal. Right. So at 19, if I sold five a day, I made 300 bucks. I was happy. And that was all I needed, man. Like, like, I would, I would do like four hours, make my 300 bucks and just go home. Like, like, that was, that was it. So, uh, yeah. So that was all, uh, I was really looking for. So still kind of had that misfit attitude where I wasn't focused on like, where can we take this? Where can this actually go? If you apply some hustle and really apply some, uh, apply some grind. Um, but yeah, so, so that was pretty much it. Now, now probably the worst job ever, like, like in the sense that you would like, uh, completely exposed to the elements, people telling you to fuck off. Literally you think about 150 and you're trying to get five. So that's crazy. Probably a hundred of them, maybe 50 of them just weren't home. Another 50 of them, uh, literally told you to like slam doors in your, uh, in, in your face. Um, and then there was another uh, uh, another group that was just already with Direct Energy, and then after that, uh, there was these five that actually said uh, said, said yes. So you took a huge like psychological beating, and it really yeah. made you uh, made you tough psychologically, which. And that's I'm what, super thankful. You need that. Yeah, exactly. You need well, that growing they, up. They it. do say, like, hard times create strong men, right? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. That's it, right? Like, now, it made you wiser. It made you probably stronger. And mentally, too. That's a big thing, right? It's all mentally. Right? And honestly, one of the, like one thing I could see happening to you is, like, so, say, for example, you're going to those doors and you're hearing, like, multiple of, like, the same answer. You kind of, like, almost learn how to, like, adapt to that answer that's and work true. around. Like, literally very just learning experiences so. the whole time. Very much so. Yeah. And yeah, no, it, it, uh, it, it really was a definite uh, experience. But the one thing that, taught me that I've really taken uh through my life that I think super uh, super valuable is um you can condition yourself to anything yeah. um and, yeah. and and as soon as you this is like a David Goggins quote but callousing your mind and getting the bitch out of you is yeah. so important man because Holy because shit. at the end of the day it's really easy to follow that path of least resistance and live a really squishy, soft life. The reality is you have to go hard if you're actually going to do something. And, and and like we talked about before, when we're talking about your career, your legacy, um, your 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 reputation, all of these different things, yep. we have one life. It goes by super fast. And if you're just going to sit around the house being a bitch, like like, like there's no point. There's a, there, the, to me, there's no, no the, the, I, there's no point. So I completely agree. If that makes you happy, that's one thing. But yeah. if you're really trying to make something of yourself, you need to understand that you need to condition your mind yeah. um, to withstand the rejection, all of these different things that you are going to encounter 
on that path to success. No one's done it easily. And no, if, no one. if you guys don't take anything away from this podcast, please rewind the past 45 seconds <laughs> yeah. and re-listen to that because just just take that in. That's insane. It's big. It's, it's uh, again, me and Khalil preach big. Seek discomfort, right? When yeah. you start seeking discomfort and kind of leaving your personal space, yep. personal bubble, you'll actually realize the things that you want are pretty close in reach, right? Yeah, they're not yeah. hard. It just takes, like, it's just doing those things that to get you farther yeah. in life. And like yeah. he said already, like, your mind is, like, the number one thing stopping you from getting to where you are. So it's, yeah. like, you really have to learn to take control yeah. and use your mind to your advantage. That's so it, it's man. Just, and I, I always liken it, and I, I find a lot of people don't make this comparison because they treat their mind very differently than their body that's it it's it's no different than Mm -hmm. going to the going to the gym man the first time you go 100 pounds is heavy exactly after you've been going for a couple years it's nothing you know what i mean so you 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 just condition yourself to be able to handle whatever life uh, life throws at you after you've dealt with 50 people telling you to fuck off every day for for like three years (laughs) there's there's not a lot that uh uh that'll shake you that's very true it becomes a second nature and rejection is just a piece of cake at that point right and as, as soon as you have that in your instilled in your mind, that's with you for life. Yeah. That's it. So it's like hundred percent. So, so my thing with 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 that job, I did for a uh, for for a while, and okay. then uh, I was doing it for a couple of years, and. Um, uh, you start going okay, like like we gotta do something else. Definitely, what's it. next, right? What's that, that? That, that's it. And then uh, I ended up randomly like rolling my ankle when I was like <laughs> on the job, and I was just off work for like three weeks. Couldn't oh, work. Sure. Okay. Uh, I also ended up getting my wisdom teeth out, and they botched the surgery. Let, get, gave me like this golf ball in my cheek, so I couldn't talk. So I couldn't work. Like, like I could, I couldn't do anything. So these two things happened really close together. And I was kind of like, okay, I will never be comfortable paying a mortgage with this job. I will never be comfortable even having car payments with this uh, with, with, with this job. I need to look for something else. So mm-hmm. let's go back to our default. We're going back to factories. Okay. We're, we're, we're going back to our uh, back, back to our path. By the way, um, I have to get my wisdom teeth out soon. I'm kind of scared now. Yeah, <laughs> it sucked. Dude. It sucked. <laughs> it sucked. I'm sure you'll be fine. I I, I think it was just it, they they from what they said they just randomly botched it. Oh, I, I I don't know what it was, but it was it was it was shit. Man. No, sorry. So you're at factories now? <clears throat> yeah. So um, went back kind of to that uh, to to that original path because I was this once again. My exposure to sales was this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that was it. To me, sales was knocking doors <laughs> and getting told to fuck off. No, that's true. That, that's was, true. that was it, right? Yeah. Um. So, anyways, that was all good. Went and started working like a like a real job. Okay. Um. And uh, yeah, bounced around a couple different uh, di- different things. I did construction. Um, and then I started working at uh, uh, this uh, wood shop, and I was basically a painter. So, so, so what so, age was this? What age was this? This is now like 22, 23. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So fast so, forward like two, three years from the uh, okay. from, from when I started at, uh, at Direct. So, um, anyways, basically uh, uh, started doing that. Now, when I was doing that. I was wearing a full gas mask, so I can't speak to anybody. Oh, Tyvek suit. I'm on an assembly line just spraying furniture. And, like, I had to buzz somebody if I wanted to go to the bathroom. It sucked. There was oh no, no freedom to it. And it was almost this feeling. The only way I can describe it is, and I, I don't mean to be, like, egotistical about this, but it felt like there was a gift that was being wasted where, where it was like, hey, I'm good at this. I can make a career out of this. They're really happy with me. 
Um, but it feels like there's this aspect of my mind that is not being utilized. And I know I'm really good at this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I know based on what other people were doing around me, I know I'm really good at this. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and I'm glad you recognize that because so <laughs> a lot of people, um, even from what I've uh, like witnessed the past, maybe even year, like a mm-hmm. lot of people will have a vision. They'll have, you know, a talent, uh, I said, but they won't, they won't actually go towards it. They That's, won't like, you know, take right. action to. To, to conquer it, right? right. So. That's so true. And if you know, like, there's, um, so you, you have two, you have the left side of your brain and the right side of your brain. One's creative and one's, like, logistical. Right. So you almost were, like, saying, like, I feel like I'm not using, like, the creative side of my brain and I need to, like, it was almost, like, bothering yeah, you that it's not being like, utilized. You have and that you have vision, very, right? Exactly, you know, like, you seem of. like a very creative person. No, not even thank seem like you, you are a very creative you, person. And it's like, yeah, and I'm glad that you, you recognize that. That's it. That's what it comes down that. to, too. A lot of people don't, they don't want to recognize, too, what's in front of them, right? right. The opportunities, the, the chances they actually can take and the right. risks that, you know, might actually pay off, right? Right, but, right. Yeah. So, oh, sorry, so as now we get to the risk part. Okay. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> because, uh, so, so what, I, I, I was doing this job for a, a year, and the way this place worked is, like, every three months, you would get a different uh, d- different raise. And they were pretty significant, but you, like, kind of maxed out at the year mark. Oh. But you would get, like, it was something like 250 an hour more every quarter or something okay. like that. Yeah, but, I mean, but then it, it stopped really uh, really quickly. Still, but, at that age, I'm sure you're taking it, right? Well, yeah, keep in mind, minimum wage was, like, 645 I think. <laughs> like, like, yeah, dude, it was disgusting. It and was sorry, like, I guess if you have a year, like, what year would this have been? Just so people... Yeah, like, no, uh, well, I guess we're rewinding about 15 years ago. Okay. It was around, like, so, 2000, 2005 Exactly. And sorry, okay. what city did you grow up in again? Oh, I grew up in Curtis. So just oh, outside, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. But but Curtis was a super different city. Yeah. And and again, right? everyone like you guys have to take in the time period of this being. It's it's a like again, fifteen years ago yeah. where again the GM plant was booming. That yep. was at the absolute like center of Oshawa, yep. even right. Literally, and just times were different. Honestly, like let's put it in perspective. You couldn't text yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> you could hey, not text. That, yet. that tells it all. If that I got a girl's all. number, I got her landline, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I called her parents' house and asked if I could take their daughter. I remember. Out. I remember in elementary school calling girls' land. Well, your parents would answer. Yeah, me, me and yeah. Nolan are pretty sure. I think like this is probably around the year like me and Nolan actually first met. So probably yeah. like, kindergarten. Yeah, yeah, right, one, right. Yeah. yeah, we're talking like 2004, 2005, <laughs> okay. something, uh, something okay. like that. So yeah, so, just yeah. to put that in perspective, though, for everyone, Back that's kind saying, of the though. time period yeah, that we're playing yeah. with. So um, yeah, so so basically uh, that that was how it worked. So I was at my year. I was coming in for my final uh, f- final raise, and okay. and I had been probably for like two three months really been sitting there like like fighting this with myself going going like logically i should stay here this is the smartest uh, s- smartest move what are you going to do otherwise definitely um but just could not shake that feeling that i was talking about before where it just felt like this kind of kind of gift or at very least ability was really being wasted yep. at this uh, at, at this job and so, once that feeling kind of hits it's hard to overcome you can't tough, just put it man. away you know it's, 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 it's tough and you need to make sure that it's logical. That, that very, that's very true. That's if, if, if you take somebody who's who's a little egotistical or a little too high on themselves, they might start thinking they're they're better than they actually are. So yep. you need to be very self-aware. Yeah. But if, you, if you're looking at everything and, and that's the conclusion that you've come to, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I mean, you got to do something. Oh, so I agree. I basically, agree. I went in, had a meeting very, very much like, uh, very, very much like this. Steve, you did a great job. We want to give you these additional responsibilities. We want to do this. Slid over my uh, my contract for my uh, for my raise. Congratulations! And I sat there looking at this thing, just going like, 
it's about to get $2.50 an hour harder to fucking quit this it's every dollar more I go up, it's harder to find a job that subsidizes no, that's it. Right? So true. So, that's so true. And that's super hard. When you're going back in lifestyle, that's super, super difficult. That's, that's so that's a good point. That's I good didn't point. allow myself to go up at all in lifestyle. I literally was like, guys, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I, I they probably thought I had a stroke. Like I sat there looking at this thing for like 30 seconds without saying anything. <laughs> and then I slid it back and I was like, guys, I'm sorry. I can't. Like, like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm done. That was, okay. that was, that was, so, like, that was I'm in, in the meeting, moment. Yeah. I'm in a meeting <laughs> for them to give me a promotion. Like that's what's happening. So we're having this meeting to give me a promotion. I was like, guys, I'm sorry. I just, I, I, I just can't. Um, so then they were obviously all confused uh, as anybody, anybody would be. And they were great people, by the way, just, just to be super, yep. super clear. They were great. It was just the role wasn't, uh, wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, so they were like, Steve, like we we're, we're giving you a promotion. You're, <laughs> like, you're giving up? us what's your two up? weeks notice. I was like, oh no, no two weeks notice. <laughs> like I'm leaving. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, so I got out. I, I walked out, hopped in my car, went home, uh, put on a shirt and tie, and wrote up a wrote up a resume in like ten minutes. And then I just started hand bombing this thing out. This is before email was really like super prevalent like oh, yeah. like it was still more old school like coming that. in yeah yeah like, like so i was like fuck it i'll just go into these individual places what do i know how to do knock, knock doors that. so i just did that to find a job right oh, I, I just shit, knocked okay. doors for a day okay um ended up finding this uh uh this telemarketing gig um and found this uh found this job and uh just that got me back into sales okay very similar kind of sales that i was doing before with uh with, with direct energy but it got me back into it and instantly uh, the only way i can describe it is like i felt like i was home like oh, that's okay. the only way i can describe it is it so, just felt like i was home now i'm yeah. assuming then when you actually kind of took in like you know this is somewhat i i like this this is 100 right? coffee by the way <laughs> of course <laughs> um so when that kind of happened you were like you know this is if i like this what's kind of the next step, I guess? What can I explore? What are my options, right? Is that yeah. kind of when, though, it all hit you, when you kind of all took it in, like, you know, maybe I could do this. Well, yeah, that, that was the point where I was like, I think I'm good at this, and I think I can figure this out. Okay. And, okay. and, and you also started seeing at that point... Um, people start doing different things. Yep. People stopped like working their Mick jobs and stuff like that. Oh, I'm getting the picture. I'm getting the Yeah, because you know, at 19, most people are still like at their high school gigs. Of course, and stuff yeah, like, yeah. Of course. Uh, stuff like that. Right? Even so, on myself, I'm still at the same job right now. Uh, yeah, I was man. in high school. Right? So, it, it, it just is what it, uh, yeah. it is. What it is. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah it's, it's an interesting time in your life. Where how, how old are you guys again? Uh, 20. I literally 20. just turned 20. Oh, okay. Um, what was it? Friday. Literally. Oh, no Friday. way. Yeah. No way. So yeah. what, what was that? October? 23rd. Okay. I'm October 18th, except oh, I turned 37. Oh, October birthdays <laughs> or where is that? That's crazy. <laughs> mm. So anyways, yeah, it's an interesting age that, that, that you guys are at in mm -hmm. terms of finding your path. I'm Appreciate so impressed it. by you guys because you guys are so much further ahead than where I was at 20. Like, like okay. it's super impressive, man. Uh, thank you 100%. But it is too, like, the time era too, you know, it's a little bit different yeah, in time where... It's a little different. Um, like, now we can just go on the internet, right? Where it's not as prevalent back then, 
But still, I, I know a lot of people even our age, they're still not even taking in the opportunity that the internet provides them. So and to, like, to us, even, thank you. To us even, it's like we feel like we're not like far enough. Yeah. But that's our own pressure. Right? Yeah. That's how you have to be almost. Right? But well, sorry. I, I, I find way too many people on podcasts spit out too many Gary Vee quotes. But I think one thing he says that's very, very true is um, you need patience yeah. on the macro. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you also need to operate with urgency in the day-to-day, you have That's to get just your it. shit done. You can't yeah. look like you're not going to die. Um, but, uh, <laughs> it's uh, like that balance. It's like weird. It's, and, and us trying 100%. to find the balance kind of been the struggle, yeah. we could say, for sure. Honestly, that's, right. what, that's, what, it's, that's what it's been for us. It's like yeah. finding that like balance. Right, right. And what, what do you mean, the balance between uh, So it's like what? almost like, like... Like between the patients like, and the... Yeah, not, yeah. not yeah. feeling as we've accomplished enough, but right. also realizing we're still on the right path. It's yeah. just hard to... Sometimes, you know, we just overdo ourselves in that sense. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm obsessed with? And and I think where a lot of that feeling comes from is a lot of times when you see successful people, it looks like there was this one thing that really put them on. That's you know it. what I mean? That's this it. one yeah. thing that got them, uh, got them going. Yeah. What I'm obsessed with and when you really dissect anyone who's successful is the aggregation of marginal gains. And what I mean by that is... Every day waking up and trying to be a little bit better. Yeah. I'm going to run a little further when I when, when I work out. I'm going to eat a little better today. I'm going to work a little harder. I'm going to get a little bit more done. Once again, going back to that gym mentality of just constantly trying to like grow and build mm-hmm. and move, uh, move, move forward. If you look at most of those successful stories that were like overnight successes, there was a huge aggregation of marginal gains that happened for 10 years before. Yeah, right? They were just constantly getting better. So... <clears throat> Very few people, like, there's lottery winners that you can talk about that that definitely got lucky, but very, very few people really got lucky. They usually put themselves in a situation where they were prepared to be lucky. And so it's like, makes sense. you have to constantly be like aiming to gain 1% each day. And yeah. it's like the compound effect. Like, 100%, yeah. man. You won't see the results right away, but over time, you'll see drastic changes in your yep. lifestyle. For example, like the gym. Like that's what we, we pride ourselves on. So it's like, we make sure we're consistently going to the gym. So it's like, that gives us something to like, we're gaining 1% each day, basically. That's it. And, and again, like we look at it too, as if you started the gym even, again, it doesn't have to be at the gym, but yeah. I guess we'll just use that as an example. Yep. Where... Let's say you start the morning with that, you know, you're doing 1% gain. The rest of the day, you're only going to follow with gaining more and That's learning it. more. Right? That's exactly. it, man. And it becomes addictive, too. It does. When you start it does. seeing yourself. Just, once again, going back to the gym, you see those results. You want to fucking get back. Oh, now. exactly. Like, exactly. Right? Like it's yeah. one of those things. Speaking of which. <laughs> <laughs> I've been letting that go. <laughs> COVID's been tough. Oh, COVID's been tough. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, sorry. Back to. No worries. Where, to, where, I, I don't even know where I am. Um, uh, what was so you just you just finished the factory job. Yes. Um, you're about to take some risks. Start so. doing the telemarketing yeah. uh, te- telemarketing uh, job so went from there worked there for a uh, for, for a little bit and uh, then we jumped over or then I jumped over and actually once again super randomly uh, uh, went and found this I a friend of mine or someone I knew no they had just opened this new gym premier uh, premier fitness okay uh, up at like Ritson and uh, Ritson and Taunton that's uh, crazy that's crazy because that one is what they turned LA into yeah, so it's like exactly. Premier Fitness and now it's LA and I'm pretty exactly. sure I remember yeah. seeing that back I remember yeah. that yeah yeah that was the that, that, that was the spot so <laughs> they just opened uh, j- just opened that yeah um went and uh, went, went and talked to them and literally just walked uh, what walked up uh, they ended up like, like I ended up talking to the uh, manager. Really got like like shoved around on it, and then I went back and I was like, 
sometimes you just have to be a little sometimes you just have to let people know what your real intention is there of course and I just went back and talked to the uh, talked to the manager I was like look I understand what you guys said I know you have staff I know you have this I know you have that I need you to understand what my intention is and it's to make you look fucking good, man. Mm. And uh, uh, they ended up making making me a spot. And that was also a huge lesson in a lot of people, even, even when they approach me about something, they come and talk to me about what I can do for them. And it's like, okay, like, like don't get me wrong, I'm a nice guy, but like, like I'm busy. You know of what course, I mean? Yeah, like, like, what else are we doing here? I couldn't, um, I couldn't hear the, the sales aspect into everything like you're saying. Yeah, man. <laughs> so... That. Um, there, I really, I really went in and let them, let them know. It's like, hey, this is a sales job. This yeah. isn't a cost center. I'm yeah. not, you, you, if if I'm not producing, you don't really have to, uh, really have to pay me. And I promise, I'm going to come in here and produce in a way that you haven't seen before. And that's what mm. I, that, that's what I committed to, man. And uh, really lit it up. Just pushed as hard as I, uh, as, as as hard as I could, um, and did pretty, uh, pr- pretty well with it. I definitely did right by that commitment that I made, uh, ma- made yeah. when I went in there. Um, so went there really quickly, became the, uh, sales manager at their Skydome Rogers center. It was oh, Skydome at the oh. time. Yeah. Uh, so they had a Skydome, uh, uh, club, which was badass. Cause oh, I, I used bet. to I literally like the concession areas and stuff. I could go run laps there. That was my like training area. Like, like it was super cool. It was really, uh, really badass. That's um, but, uh, yeah, so we went, uh, went, went there um, and then jumped over to, uh, and, and then I went to Kingston for this pre-sale and they put me up in a hotel for like four months. So at this point I'm like 23, 20, uh, 24 yeah. went there. And then I kind of hit a point where I was just like, okay, like, like all that was left was to go back to that Oshawa club that I had started at. And that just felt like this progression yeah. that I've done at the company. We've done this pre-sale. I know I'm not supposed to be in uh, in, in Kingston for, uh, for forever. So then the next step was going back, and yeah. it just felt like I wasn't really into it at that point. That's right? good. No, no, like, understand. As soon as yeah. you realize that like, you're setting yourself back in a sense, yep. you're ready to like, no, what can I do to keep myself going forward? That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. So still pretty young. I'm like 24, I think, at that time. Oh, sure. uh, went to Calgary just randomly because I was just <laughs> whatever. Like, like I had some buddies go out there, so I moved to... Uh, Calgary lived there for uh, for for six months. Not oh, a lived, fan. Not a fan. Of, yeah, not a fan. We're, of Calgary, we're actually like, like within probably towards the end of the year. We're trying yeah. to go there. Oh, really? At least a week. Two okay. weeks. Just we go just skip it. We live in Vancouver. Two... <laughs> no, honestly, we have two friends that are going. No out there. offense, Calgary. No offense. <laughs> it's crazy because we have two friends going out there. And we're like, you know, what? honestly, by like January, we want to just go out there for like a week at least. Right. Just, right. Yeah. Right. See the see something different. You know what I'd recommend? Uh, yeah. Calgary. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a, I had actually quite honestly. It felt like something was trying to push me back. I, I don't really believe in those like cosmic cosmic forces, but um, it felt like something was trying to push me uh, push me back because I had the biggest run of shit luck when I was in uh, when I was in Calgary. Just yeah. one thing after another, I was just like, I hate this place. Yeah. But yeah. in all fairness, Calgary, it wasn't so much their fault. It was just like this run of bad luck that I dealt with, and then it was just like, I'm going back to Toronto. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, learning experiences, anyways. Yeah, so um, when I went back there, though, uh, uh, so then I moved back, uh, moved back here, and when I came back here, I was so determined that I was going to, um, excuse me, uh, yeah, I was so determined that I was actually going to um, uh, just make a career for myself in a proper sales environment. Mm-hmm. 
So I went, met with a uh, recruiter, kind of explained my, uh, my my intentions once uh, went, once again. Recruiters are really valuable for young people looking for jobs and stuff like that because now you have somebody with a vested interest in you getting a job. That's they true. They only get paid if you get the job. Mm-hmm. So they're coaching you through it. They're helping you. At that age, they're helping with your resume. They're doing doing all that stuff. So I was lucky enough to meet up with a, uh, a pretty good guy who actually helped me out quite a, uh, quite, quite a bit. And then I went into uh, into corporate sales, oh, and we moved shit. from uh, for, from there. So uh, yeah, suddenly, all of a sudden, I was in this like big boy job, for and real? I wore a suit every day, and <laughs> I had the biggest case of imposter syndrome. Like I did not feel like I was supposed to be there. Um, and then uh, basically went through uh, went went through corporate sales, uh, went from there, started working for uh, uh, within the banks. Then I also worked okay. with. Um, uh, worked for this startup company uh, that did like off- large scale office supply contracts. Okay, so how old were you at this point? This uh, twenty five when I started the uh, started the corporate sales. Damn, uh, okay. Yeah. So so this is taking you from like twenty five to thirty. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then um, I started this this last job, and it was just I had this realization that when you work for a corporation, someone needs to give you permission to be successful. Mm, that's Fuck so true that I like agree. just yeah. no and, and and that was my problem and that that was the thought that started eating at me and then <laughs> i also started looking at people that were 10 years 15 years ahead of me in this uh in, in this career and you start kind of weighing out what you're actually going to be doing so now I'm sitting there going like, okay, so I'm doing good at this. Like, like, like I excelled. We went from, they gave me a territory that was 90th in the country out of 130, I think it was, 120, 130. I brought it to number one in three months. Like it was, it was Damn. super, super fast. So, um, and, and all I did was outwork people. That was all I did. Like, like I was like, I know there's people with more experience. I know there's people with more skills. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I will not sleep. Until this territory is just buzzing. I want, I yeah. want to learn a name from Another key tip <laughs> yeah. and like valuable lesson to take away is yeah. just outwork everyone else. Right? Yeah. At, at the end of the day, I promise you this. Um, Sidney Crosby was not the best hockey player in Pee Wee. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, exactly. like when he was six no. years old, there was someone with a higher aptitude for hockey than, uh, th- than him. Yeah. Yeah. He worked harder. When yeah. you combine so- an aptitude for something with, um, uh, with a good work ethic... You will go go to amazing levels, yeah, like, but even if you don't have the aptitude and you just have the work ethic, you will crush it. Like, yeah, like, like no, you no, will no, do, that, do, do better. Exactly, and I don't think a lot of people will actually take that in. Where you, you don't have to know a lot of this stuff, you don't have to, you know, have a a big interest in in what it is to begin with. Yeah. As long as you just learn and put the work in, like, it's going to yeah. work out, right? So it's like hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work. 100%. Holy. 100%. That's 100%. exactly what it is. My my thing, um, and I've heard this quote around, and I probably heard it then. I don't know where exactly I picked it uh, picked it up. Yeah. But the the kind of mantra that I said in my head during that uh, d- during that time is, I don't sleep when I'm tired. I sleep when I'm done. And I just kept going and kept yeah. going. So... It, I, I would be a maniac, like three in the morning, just pounding coffee, trying to figure this thing out that, I, that, that I'm not sure of, right? And everybody in there was more educated than me. They had higher credentials. They maybe had been in the industry for, for way longer than me. 
But I just kept going, man. And and none of them were going to work me. There was no way. I wasn't interested in having a girlfriend. I wasn't interested in anything. I was interested in being successful. That's because amazing. at this point, I had gone through so many ups and downs trying to find myself. I was finally where I wanted to be. And I was like, nobody's taking this shit from me. Yeah. No there was, I know there was definitely a point where the people telling you, like, oh, you won't get to this certain point. Right. Obviously, you're putting in that hard work, and I see you doing that. But there's always going to be those the couple people that tell you, like, oh, you can't do that, you can't do that. Yeah. And I know you battle through that, and you're just your mind is so set on that one goal, it's like nothing stopping you from achieving yeah, that. That's it. That's man. crazy. And, and that's yeah. The 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 crazy. So so then once again, it was the it was the realization. Like at that point, I was happy, but but I always liked working for kind of smaller, smaller companies. And this doesn't exist as much there. But as I started moving into the larger, uh, larger corporations, um, that was where you needed permission to be successful. So Mm. it wasn't enough. You had to be good. You also had to be very patient because you had to go for uh, uh, maybe 10 years before an opening would actually open up. And then you go from there and you become maybe a sales manager. And then you go from there to a sales director and I'm looking at them I'm like well these guys have like shit cars and they're alcoholics and like like, like this isn't the life I want yeah, like, yeah. Like, like just nothing about this life looks looks attractive yeah. to me and I'm th- considering working at this for 20 years to, to <laughs> get a life that I don't want like, yeah. like, like no this is this is crazy um so yeah basically ended uh just ended that man that was uh the, the, that was pretty much uh, pr- pretty much it and that was when i decided to uh decide to get into real estate okay. so That's i think we've need... talked for like 45 minutes based on the conversation of how you get into no, it's, real estate. it's all right trust me but um i guess my question then was did you yourself think i want to try real estate or did did my someone introduce you actually suggested it okay. so okay. shout out mom yeah, that, hey, that's how that's how I started too. Trust yeah. me, it's, that's it, rare. It's amazing what happens uh, from from kind of throughout your twenties. All of a sudden, your parents get so much smarter, man. Like, like, like so much <laughs> yeah. smarter. Yeah. And and it's not that they yeah. got smarter; it's that you stopped being dumb. But that's yeah, very true, uh, yeah. No, my 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 parents got a lot smarter because I was I was. We did not get along in my teenage years okay, nece- yeah. necessarily, but um, <clears throat> yeah. So, so that was basically where we went from. Uh, w- went from there, and I, my original idea was actually starting a sales consulting uh, bu- business. So I okay. started doing that a little bit. So you were really uh, good at sales, like at this point, like you're just like top. I'm, top I'm, I, that was like Whoa, top of my yeah, like, yeah. top of my game for uh, for for sure. So. Um, anyway, so I, I went and talked to, uh, uh, I, I was looking at doing the sales consulting business and I started doing that. And then I was having a conversation with my mom and she was like, have, have you ever just thought about real estate? I've just always thought you would, re- would be really good at that. And she used to, uh, work with a, uh, uh, work with a real estate developer. So she knew a little bit about the, uh, in- industry and she recommended that. And my dad had been in uh, in sales earlier in his uh, in his career as well, okay. uh, so he gave me a little familiarity with, uh, with with certain aspects of that. So I started thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? Like, like the more I started looking at it, the more I was like, yeah, this is actually pretty legit because I can actually run my own business. But there's kind of a um, there's a little bit of a blueprint that I can uh, that, that I can follow. Um, so then I was like, yeah, real estate. This will be easy. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah, <laughs> wrong. Yeah, that didn't uh, did, didn't work. I, but I feel too. A lot of people, even I myself, when I very first started, even the yeah. thought of real estate, yeah. yeah, thought you know I could definitely get into it. And it's 
not easy, simple. but the money, simple, simple money, right? Yeah. Um, the actual principles are pretty basic towards what it is. And then I got into it, and I, I've never been more wrong, right? Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> same, like, same That's here. That's what like, it is. So. But it's, like, the fact that you, cause I'm, you stuck around with it for this long as well. So it's, like, the thing that's, like, it's something you can just have with you. Right. That will just, you can constantly like, continue to, like, build your skill in that sense. Yeah. And continue to, continue to like, grow your yeah. real estate career, That's basically. It. And, no, and, and, and I love real estate. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm so thankful for, for being introduced to it. Um, it gives you an ability to really uh, really help people in a lot oh, yeah. of uh, re- really interesting ways. You meet great people. There's some clients that I've had that, that you know, essentially welcome you into their, uh, into their families. Um, so super, super grateful for, uh, for, for that as a, uh, as a career. Um, and then if you want to keep going through the story, that was what kind of segued into, into Vendetta because all my favorite parts of real estate – uh, was the marketing uh, marketing aspect of it? So and, okay, um, yeah. So so you already answered like the first original question. So now I guess you were already about to go into it. Yeah. But so really, what was? How did you get into Vendetta? And what is Vendetta Media? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vendetta that group? that too. I guess my question too with that was. When you were a realtor, did you see the need of Vendetta as being a realtor yep. and thought, you know, that kind of hit you? Um, obviously, take take it forward. Go for yep. that. Um, yeah. So, so no, that was that was exactly it. I did see a big, uh, big, big need for it, but it wasn't a need that I actually wanted to fill, okay. believe it or not. So I was hiring um, other marketing companies and things like uh, th- things like that. And I actually, you know what, I, I, I was actually not going to say this, but I'm going to say it. Fuck <laughs> it. Um, yeah, so basically what happened that actually motivated uh, motivated Vendetta is the guy that I had hired to do my, do my stuff. I sat down and talked to him, broke out a full year of like campaigns and told him every business move that I wanted to make because... I was looking at him as my marketing guy. Mm-hmm. Like, like I did not think this would be like a relationship that was betrayed in any uh, in any way, shape, or shape or form. Yeah, and I am more than willing to pay you good money to help me out with uh, <laughs> help me out with this. Yeah. Um, I tell this guy this entire this entire plan. Listen to this. I get a call from a friend of mine who's also a also a realtor. Just randomly, we're just talking, shooting the uh, sh- shooting the shit. He's like, "What's been going on? What do you got planned uh, pl- planned out?" And I told him he's a friend. I trust him, so yeah, I started telling yeah. him this 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 plan that I had uh, basically broken out. And he was like, "He's listening to me." I hear him going quiet. And you know when somebody wants to say something but yeah. they don't want to say something, yeah. Like, yeah. he's doing he's kind of doing that on the phone. And and then he's like, "Who have you told this to?" And I'm like, "Literally you and we'll call him dickhead." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> literally you and 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 this guy. And uh, uh, he was like, he called me yesterday. And literally pitched every one of these ideas to me. And I was like, so this motherfucker <laughs> literally took like this this campaign. And let's keep in mind, I'm paying this guy to help build my brand. Yeah. And he's effectively diluting it and profiting off of yeah, it. Yeah. Because this guy, like, like, don't get me wrong, he's a friend of mine, still still is great, uh, great, great guy, the guy I was on the phone with. Oh. Um, okay. But let's keep in mind, like, we're literally working the same patch. So, like, I didn't really care about him knowing. But this guy did not know that. Like, 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 so I was just super, it was very serendipitous in terms of, or, or very coincidental that that just happened to be one of the people he talked to. 
I also, with that, I don't believe that much in coincidence. I kind of think yeah. there's probably 10, 15 other people you've probably called with these uh, th- these ideas. So that was it, man. Probably. I went ballistic. <laughs> as, as you should, though. Ballistic. Yeah. That is the most dirtball fucking move. Like, this guy just, uh, he can die. I don't care. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I just, pieces of shit like this just shouldn't be on the planet. Um, so where are your relationships with him now? I really want him to hear this. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so, no, I have no, I have no qualms about it. I would, yeah. I would literally sit face to face. If he, you know who you are. If you want to come have this conversation, <laughs> I'm down. I'm, uh, uh, just so you know. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like this human. I don't like people like that. Yeah. If you're here to do a job, do the job, do it well. Yeah. Sketchy shit like that because you have a complete lack of creativity, but you're pretending you don't. Yeah. Get out of here with that, man. Exactly. I can't. I, I I can't deal with uh, deal with that. Uh, once again, going back to um, uh, that conversation really early on in the sales career, I was so fortunate to be taught honesty in terms of that uh, that that yeah. selling process. I do not keep. Liars, bullshit artists, no, con artists in my circle. They, 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 they don't stick around. So basically after that, uh, Vendetta still hadn't been formed in my uh, in, in my mind yet. That's what I was going to ask. Is that where the name came from? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's, also, it's, it's also kind of a vendetta against the status quo of mm, marketing. Definitely. definitely. Uh, but definitely... There was a uh, elements of, no, no, uh, okay. of, of of that in there. I so. like that. I like that we're learning about like what's behind. Yeah, this. yeah. yeah. We're like, <laughs> everything. Right? Yeah, it, it, I've never watched V for Vendetta. Just so oh, you know, I've never seen it. It has nothing to do with the uh, with, with, with the branding. It was uh, it, it was a combination of of it was that and also. Uh, once again, a vendetta against the the status quo of the marketing industry as definitely. We, uh, and again, as, as we saw, it. I, I love the name too. It's a Thanks, very man. very unique for Thanks. sure with, with yeah. what it is. So, so and, and and that was quite honestly like, like like the first little bit. I I realized very quickly you don't want something that's fueled by that. Mm-hmm. You you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like like there's some positivity to being angry at somebody, definitely. Yeah. Uh, or or there's some positives to it in terms of that motivator, but. You don't want that to be a motivator because it turns your heart black. Of course, and also yeah. it can't that's, be like it can't be your whole it. business motto, right? Like, yeah. yes, it is a motivator, which one hundred percent, like I agree. Yeah. Um, but like you said, it's gonna it only almost backfire on you if that's your whole business model. Exactly. It turns you into a miserable person. Turns, that's it. That's and it, the problem right? is, you're becoming a miserable person because of this asshole. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, like so. I, I didn't want that kind of darkness in my life, so that's why I, why, why I really moved it around and turned it into a, 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 it more morphed very quickly into that vendetta against the uh, against the status quo. Okay. But okay. kind of jokingly, it was kind of originally the originally the the name. So that's cool. Um, so, so yeah. So um, you mentioned to your your one friend on the phone about like all the marketing ideas you had for the year. Yeah. So when did Ven- so. Where wasn't Vendetta from that? Yeah, I guess from yeah. that, right? So basically, uh, after... So I, I wrote this man a very strongly worded text message. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, oh, by the way, this guy was also uh, flying drone illegally. He oh. had he had Transport Canada call me at the same time. Like, this is happening within, like, a day. Transport Canada calls me and says, because I worked with this guy, they're going to find me 20 grand. And I'm Holy like... Holy shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Damn. they didn't... They were... They, they, they were uh, uh, it, it was more of a scare tactic, but okay. still, 
when you compound those two at this point you're just oh you're just definitely, so red, definitely. yeah it's, it's, that it's, guy it's is crazy. like dead to you it's, <laughs> yeah. oh my god I, 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 not yet but i wish uh, so, <laughs> so anyways he um uh so and, anyways yeah so what i originally started doing uh is looking at other companies it was still not in my uh uh not in my mind in terms of this is how what what we can do it wasn't even like like a thought and then as i started talking to these different marketing companies i was like this is becoming super arduous and and the reason it was so arduous is because graphic design i'm going over here photos i'm photography i'm going over here videography and cinematography i'm going over here social media management i'm over here i it, it, it wasn't even the hard costs associated with working with these various marketing uh, marketing agencies it was the soft cost and i was on my phone with these people all day i have like things to do right? definitely yeah. within that time period too i feel as if there wasn't a company for the whole package where no. now, uh, especially your company, yeah. and I know even um, like within Toronto, there's a lot of companies, even yeah. online, whatever, they'll they'll complete the whole package, right? It'll be social media management, everything all in one. <coughs> yeah. So you're not outsourcing everything, 100%. different prices, paying up the ass for whatever it is, 100%. right? It's all kind of in a package. So this was, what year was this? This is like 2000. No, yeah, this is like 2017. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah, this is this is so Vendetta uh, is in its fourth year, fourth okay. year now. So okay. uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So pretty pretty recent. Like like yeah. it's really not that uh, not that long ago. We've Def been very fortunate with the growth that we uh, 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 that we experienced. But that's insane. Yeah. yeah so. Um, it, it, it was really just a huge hole in the market. And I'm sure, with that said, I don't want to take clout from anybody else. I'm sure there were other companies doing it. I just couldn't find them at that time where they were doing it, but also doing it effectively. And, mm -hmm. and that's one of the things that we really pride ourselves in Vendetta. When you become that all-inclusive solution, you need to be very, very careful when you've got all these different arms of the company that one of them doesn't suck, yep. right? Exactly. That it, it needs to be that same quality right across the all right, across right across the board. The board. Right? Amazing videographers, amazing graphic designers, amazing website designers. Uh, right across the board, we need uh, we, we we need tip-top professionals because I've never been interested in being that like bootleg bargain bargain brand we want to charge what we're worth like i'm also not trying to charge more than these uh, the, the, these products are worth but we always want to make sure that we're in that premium Definitely. premium area because the way i look at it this is this is my view on uh, on, on business um and it's actually a zig ziglar uh, uh quote but um the way i look at it is i would rather have a conversation with you about price once then apologize for shit service and bad products over and over and over again for our entire relationship. Right? So, like, a good example too would be like, you could buy a belt anywhere, <clears throat> but like people specifically go to Gucci and Louis for the quality and yeah. for what it is, right? Yep, Where yep. again, you could find photographers, videographers anywhere. You can gotcha. search on the internet. You can find good prices. You can find whatever. Yep. Yeah. What is the, the, uh, value and what is the service that they're providing? Exactly. Right? exactly. Even exactly. from us, like experiencing like your service, for example, like when we did our videos, yeah. like, we were even sitting there like, like wow, you were like super professional about <laughs> like, everything you do. Like, you were like literally helping us through the video. Yeah. Right? You guys so, crushed it, man. You guys thank did, you. Uh, did, the, did great. The quality thank of everything's amazing. Of course, when we were just talking about like your setup and like look at where the studio we're in right now. Exactly. It's, like, right? He puts his he puts like he puts his money where his mouth is, or it, yeah. I guess it's, it's, I, it's, it's, it's just worth it. It's, it's, it's always making sure that, that 
no one has anything to complain about yeah. with, with the product and always doing exactly what we commit to, exactly what we promise we're going to uh, yeah. go, going to do. And and that is is to me your brand uh, is your reputation. Oh, hundred percent. Right, and 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 that's the thing that's super super important to me is making sure that we're a, we're we're a strong brand that helps people. Yeah. And that's the amazing thing about marketing. Um, you go to some of these companies, like obviously the one uh, uh, I was using before, they're just trying to make money for themselves. Mm-hmm. Marketing, running a marketing agency like that, I find it amazing because I I don't really have to take any money. I make you money and get a little piece yeah, of that exactly, based on the right? based on the product. So that's what we teach all of our all, all of our guys. We're not trying to charge people money. We're we're, we're trying to make them money yeah. and 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 essentially it, it it makes the product free provided we uh pr- provided we accomplish that Literally, goal. Right. As, right. Soon, as, as long as your customers grow you grow 10 times more with them 100% and again that's 100% that ties huge. perfectly into the third question <laughs> all right all right which is how uh when did you see kind of the local growth because i know within the community yep. durham gta you are absolutely the number one <laughs> like go-to media brand Thank you. um whether it be videography photography whatever it is again i know my brokerage has a partnership with you where you're all, at the, all the events filming everything and everything yeah. but where did you kind not of so see much since covid but oh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately yeah, no. not since we, covid we, but we, we love we love CLC. We love our uh, our relationship with so many people. It's amazing, uh, big right? people in there. It's um, really a great. Uh, it's it's a very special mortgage broker. Definitely, yeah. There. And definitely. and I think a lot of our views are very aligned in that. A hundred percent, right? Um, but yeah, that's I guess the question. Where did you kind of see the local growth really taking off? Yep. And when did you see like holy shit? Like I'm I'm partnered with CLC. Right. Multiple mortgage agents are under me. Right. Um, literally, you're at events. I know you did a commercial for Hollywood Cone. Like, when did you see all this yeah. growth taking off? Where you're like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah, so basically, at the point where it's like, damn. So Vendetta's really something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it it was it was interesting because when it first launched, so you always have and 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 with marketing and for anyone marketing like like a new product, a brand, something uh, something like that, you need to understand who is going to be focused at different stages of your um uh of your progression. Okay. So when you first start, you essentially have the people that are earlier early adapters and generally neophiliacs. And who those those are people with kind of a propensity for luxury, the things that are new. Mm. They're actually very forgiving about things fucking up because they're excited about being with the new company, being with the young guns. You know what I mean? Like, like like they're that uh, that that group. So we were super, super fortunate, and and initially we had some of those uh, some of those people. But the really interesting thing is a lot of those people are still still with us. Like, like, like one of our uh, one of our clients, Anna, who I, I I just absolutely love, and and it's been amazing watching her career uh, career grow as well. Um, she was actually, I think, the second phone call I ever got from uh, got from Vendetta. So, oh, um, yeah, it's a really cool relationships that we built with uh, built with people. But you need to go through that initial phase where the only people that are really going to want to work with you are those early adapters and the neophiliacs. Like, like those are the main people that are going to uh, going to fuck with you at that point. Of course. Uh, then you go from there, and once you're a bit more proven, from my experience, that's when a lot of the doors open up, right? Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that'll be paying attention to your brand, but they'll kind of hang back a little bit and go, 
I'm gonna let these early adapters uh, either sink or swim with this brand. Okay. Yeah. And if they're still around and I see success over here, then we'll buy into it. Right? And that's like with like anything. It's like even like I know you can even say this, and we can yeah. even say this. Like, you see like a, a new brand that you that may have something you're interested in, but you're not really gonna like dabble into like what they have because they're so new and you're, like that's you it. don't know like the quality of what they're bringing to the table, basically. Yep. So it's like you wait to see their success. And then you jump in. So basically, exactly what you just said. Definitely, yeah, it's, it's definitely a credit factor, and you yeah. can even tie it into actual like money credit in the sense where yeah. like banks and lenders will look at you. You let's say you just got a credit card; they're not loaning you shit. Exactly. Two yep. years down the road, Prove though. Yourself. Oh, you know, you proved yourself. You showed that you have credit of paying off what it is, and that's kind of the same with business. You show yep. that you're providing the value you're saying, the services you're saying, and you're on point with the uh, delivery. Right. I couldn't so, agree more. Yeah, yeah that's hundred percent. And actually, the credit card analogy, I've never uh, uh, thought of that before, but it's actually perfect. Yeah. yeah. No, I, was, yeah, that I was, just thought yeah, that on the spot. I'll be completely honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's switch seats. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no, that's actually a great uh, uh a really great way to put it and and it's a really perfect example of what we were talking about before where it's that 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 patience in the in the long term uh but operating with urgency in the uh, in, in the short term and that's what we're what, what we're doing so at that point it started kind of taking off definitely and i'm sitting there going like oh this is like a fucking thing like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, this could actually be a thing don't screw this uh, screw this up definitely definitely um and the first while was just, once again, I went right back to that mode that we talked about before where sleep was not a thing. Because now I had too much to do. Yeah. I just had to keep going, man. I, like, like, I bet. Keep Trust going. me. Was, <laughs> so now I'm, I'm like, so so. Um, uh, I, I don't think we got, got, got into this. I don't mean to be like brag, braggadocious. No, but not. when I was in real estate... Um, I was like top 10% of realtors in Canada. Like, like, like I'm uh, sorry, I'm still in real estate, but yeah. at that time I was top 10% of realtors in uh, Canada. Now that's dropped down a little bit because a lot of my focus is divided between the, uh, between the two, but I was still operating at that pitch in real estate and suddenly brought this whole new game into my, in, into my life. And that's hard. Like it's definitely not easy. And I, I meant yeah. to, I actually meant to mention that earlier with the fact that you had uh, real estate awards and everything too. Like your sales career in that sense, like it was just going crazy. Right? Yeah, like you're, man, you have was... awards now. You're starting off your own business, just and really to like insane. look back, like see where it all started. He started off that sales career job, yeah, and like top ten percent and sit basically because real estate is like a sales job. Yeah, you're really selling to people, so it's like you can kind of see where it came from from your early like your early early years, yeah, and how that affected you and look at where you are now, like you said, exactly. If, if it's you crazy. take the perspective, like a like really take the perspective that nobody will outwork you, yeah, amazing things happen. But I I mean I don't mean to say it. Everyone talks, everyone talks about wanting to be the best, wanting to be successful, wanting to do this. I want 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 want. Yeah. Very few people shut the fuck up and actually do what's yeah. required, right? Yeah. Uh, it's really easy to talk on social media. It's really easy to flex. Um, at the end of the day, it's also really hard when nobody's watching, there's no likes, it's a lonely situation, yeah. and you're just sitting there, you do not have time for a girlfriend, you haven't seen your family in a while, you are tunnel visioned on, on, on uh, this shit, and your friends are going, hey dude, are you, are, are, are you dead? And you're just working... Until your eyes feel like they're gonna, uh, uh, until your eyes are on fire at three, four, yeah. in the, four in the morning, you yeah. just have to go, right? Yeah. But, but yeah. it's just one of those things where, where just remember, someone else will do it. Someone else will do that. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so it's either why gonna not be, be you, right? It's either gonna be you or it's gonna be them. That's and, it. And, That's and, it. and 
there's something really interesting and something that I get very obsessed with when I get into that mode of like, I want to see how good I can do here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and really like, how good am I? How far can I push it? How much can I, uh, c- can I achieve? And uh, yeah, that's where it gets really, uh, re- really interesting from my, uh, fr- from my perspective. So um, yeah, that was pretty much uh, that, that was pretty much that. So um, uh, sorry, where were we on? Uh, um, honestly, on that, that ties into the, so it was the growth and then it kind of ties into my next oh, question. Sorry, the growth, but the growth happened. Um, it was kind of incremental. Uh, yes. started, uh, started going up. Then things started really, uh, re- really getting, uh, get, getting proven. Yeah. Um, and then we had some people in the very beginning that were just bad choices, you know, just, just, just oh, people. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 there was people in the beginning. You have to go through those processes because even I was going into a space that I really wasn't, uh, w- w- wasn't familiar with. Yeah. Right. Okay, so, yeah. uh, suddenly I'm, I'm working with, you know, graphic designers as a, uh, as an example or videographers and you don't completely know how to vet these people. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, okay, I get a good vibe. Let's, 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 let's do, yeah. our, uh, do, do our thing. <laughs> And ran into definitely some unfortunate situations as a result of uh, as a result of that, but learned uh, learned lessons. And then we started bringing in some uh, some people that, if anyone follows Vendetta, it's some of the usual sus- suspects that people would uh, w- would know. So um, Migs came into the uh, came into the fold after the first like few months that was a these, these are your employees random, yeah, yeah yeah these are my uh my, my my guys so at this point they're they're my boys you know yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you know what i mean like, like, like we're a very close knit uh, i'm i'm very careful to never call us a family in work because okay. i it's a lie yeah. It, 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 a family implies unconditional love. No matter what, <laughs> they don't feel about me like they feel about their dad. Yeah, I can cool. definitely do shit that makes them not want not want to talk to me again. <laughs> I, I liken it to being on a team because in that situation, um, if you think about a sports team, you can have if you guys play hockey or something yeah. as, a, as as an example. Um, you guys can, can play that. You guys can love each other. You guys can be family off the, off the ice. But at the end of the day, if one of you isn't putting it in the net, the coach is going to say, sorry, you can't be on the team anymore. And you guys can still be friends and you can still be family and that's all good. But at the end of the day, if you ever get a boss saying that we're a family, it's, it's just a lie because it's an implication of, of unconditional love. And the reality is it's a performance based situation. So... I don't like to lie anybody to anybody. I make sure everybody knows these uh, 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 knows what's going on in the game. Yeah, and uh, but at the end of the day, uh, somebody like uh, like Migs, one of our first our first intern, Jacob. These are really outside of work. My family, like these are the That's people that when I have great things happen, I want to reach out and share them with these uh, the, the, these guys and girls, right? Yeah. And then. As things have, uh, have 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 grown, now we've brought even more people into the uh, in, into the fold, and it's just a, a really amazing culture and synergy, and and everybody's very much on board in terms of like pushing this uh, th- this cause forward and doing as much good as we can in this world. And that, that's what you need, especially when you're hiring employees. Like as soon as they yeah. they feel like they have that type of like family environment, yeah. they're like instantly willing to get their work done they're not 100%. like they're not like coming here saying like yep. damn i have to come back to this job every day yeah, it's like, it's like uh, they're just there and they're like ready to get things done and it just fe- doesn't even feel like work to them probably facts. like and a the, second home right? yeah that's it and the, the way i treat it is is you really need to focus on on not creating these like crazy expectations for other uh, for, for yeah. other people so i always just try and help everybody 
as much as humanly possible. Some people are going to appreciate it and have that gratitude. Some people aren't. And those are the people that we make sure are out of the fold really, uh, really quickly. But my absolute favorite thing about Vendetta, my absolute, absolute favorite thing, I love helping clients and making, making their businesses uh, better. But my absolute favorite thing is taking these amazing creatives, amazing artists, uh, uh, people like that, who have this great hobby, but don't necessarily know how to monetize that, right? Mm. And now you give them this opportunity. Maybe it's not exactly what they want to be doing. Like, like today you got to do a real estate listing or this, that, the other thing. But it's definitely my favorite thing is, is seeing these people that, that otherwise realistically had this passion that they were having but trouble no finding vision, that right? direction. Yeah. And then we bring them in here and show them exactly how you can be extremely successful doing uh, do, doing that. So uh, you you look at some of the people that uh, started, like M- Migs is a great example. Yeah, yeah. He's crushing it. Just oh, absolutely crushing, crushing life, man. So, uh, yeah, no, we have a... Uh, we have an amazing, amazing team. I'm super, super grateful for everybody that's uh, that that's in here, and you you know look forward to who the future uh, who the future players are going to be sure, uh, exactly. going to be as well. But but that's my favorite thing about Vendetta. It's the part that I find most rewarding. And so another thing, Steve, I know that my sister did co-op with you, and <laughs> I just wanted to say like the fact too that Vendetta has come that far. Where now you're going into people's high schools, you're able to convince the teachers like, hey, this is something <laughs> valuable for high school students to learn. Right. Um, and honestly, I don't. I don't know if my sister was the first co-op you did in that. She sense. was. Okay. She was so, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So and totally. Right. That your sister was the reason that we thought about doing that. See, right? like, 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 come on, that's amazing. And um, one other thing, I just want to mention in that sense is like, I know I was in high school and and I wanted to do co-op. Unfortunately, we didn't even know each other back then. Right. Yeah. Um. But like, I was looking for some co-op options within real estate. Even seeing if I could go with my mom into uh, the mortgage brokers' right. offices. Connect with mom, people in that sense. <laughs> Big thank you. Um, again, I did mention at the beginning, but that's another reason that Steve and I connected yeah. uh, through my mom, who is also a mortgage agent. But um, yeah, so when I was in high school looking for co-op when I was my sister's age, grade 11, grade 12, mm-hmm. I would have killed to have an opportunity as such to come 100%. in, learn from someone in entrepreneurship within real estate and actually yeah. taking action within, you know, growing their own business. Yeah. And um, the fact, too, that you've been able to now convince teachers and they're, oh, yeah, 100%, go for it. Do that yeah. as co-op, right? Yeah. Like, how did that kind of make you feel, though, where you're like, this is kind of legit now, you know what I mean? Like, Dude, the, the weirdest part about that is is talking to teachers and having them be my peers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> the weirdest, that's the weirdest part, man. Um, Definitely. Yeah, I, I quite honestly have a lot of... Uh, uh, not great opinions about the the school system Agreed. in some, some okay. ways. Um, and it was interesting because uh, when your mom originally approached uh, approached me about your sister coming in here, yep. I was kind of like, how honest do you want me to be about my thoughts on school? Because <laughs> sure. I, mean, I think she was 16 at the, at the time, 16, yep. 17. Yeah, so, you got it. Um, yeah, anyways, your mom was super, uh, super cool about that, uh, about that stuff. And it was a great, like, starting point for kind of opening that up and it really yeah. like opened our eyes to the fact that we can make e- an even bigger difference to uh young people and really i i i think th- personally i i think we do really great things for those uh for, for the, those co-op students because we don't treat them like co-op students mm. we, we get them going That's right it. away and, and again i can I even your sister had a good time i, I was I gonna i was literally gonna say 
She loved it. Okay. And like even awesome. to this day, now she's helping my uh, mom with social media posts. And That's stuff, awesome. Right? She knows too within the stuff now she's doing for schooling. <clears throat> kind of what to do when it comes to online stuff. That's awesome. Even, uh, w- like, Word documents, whatever it may be. Now yep. she's a lot more educated, and she sees a perspective from a professional as you, right? That's, so. And that's actually, like, a perfect opportunity for someone, like, for example, her age, because, like... I would have killed to do it. Yeah, you're, you're, growing up in the, you're growing up in the age of, like, social media, and there's not many, like, people, like, really, like, letting you dabble into, like, how you can make money from social media. Yep. Right. Yep. So that's, like, a perfect experience and, like, a perfect way for her to learn, like, different, like, avenues. For sure. And, like, the fact that you can, like, even provide that to student, like, students and stuff like that is, like, right. amazing. And she's she was it's, in the field seeing you guys yeah. every day record going to different places. That's it. I mean, I remember picking up and dropping her off to the office here. Whatever it may be, the fact that, you know, she's away from the school environment actually seeing how real life works outside of school. Right. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. That's that's really, I, I, I find the co-op students generally do a lot of maturing when they, uh, when, yeah. when they come in here Beyond. because we throw them right into it. That's like, it, We right? don't shelter them. Yep. We, we, we put them right into a, into a role and try and... I, I mean, when I say we don't shelter them, we, we, we make sure that it's kind of a safe space for them and they have Definitely. a nice uh, n- nice safety net below them. Uh, but we really give them an opportunity to really re- really fly. When Again, they're, like uh, almost, when they're almost like you said, like find themselves, right? It helps them yeah, kind of, you know, like it puts it into perspective. Like, shit, this is actually doable. That's it, man. And, and one thing that drives me absolutely crazy, when I hear all the shit talking that people do about millennials and things like uh, th- things like that, it's ridiculous. I, I, I'm sure you guys have come up against of some of that prejudice. Like, it, like it's it's crazy, a bunch. man. And and the reality is, I will tell you this. I, I mean, I'm technically a millennial because I'm born in '83, so I think okay. the technical definition is like early '80s. So I'm like yeah. an old ass millennial. But I don't think I'm the guy they're talking about when they talk about that. They're more talking about like like, like your age group. Yeah. Um, I can tell you right now, all the things I hear about millennials, um, were the exact same thing that they were saying about me when I was coming up. It was the exact same thing they were saying about Gen X. It's probably yep. the same thing they were saying about the hippie generation. <laughs> All and Probably the same thing they were saying about uh, about baby boomers. But, yeah. I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Every generation kind of has their pros and their cons. At the end of the day, I think millennials are, A, have a really great understanding of... Now, now this is the thing. It always stands out when there's like the bad apple, you know what oh. I mean? Like there's and there's going to be those uh, the, those people. But at the end of the day, one thing that I absolutely love about millennials is the access to information that you guys have actually grown uh, grown up with. Where, um, so so one of the when I was saying that that one of my favorite things is kind of the opportunities that we create for people. Here, yeah. Um, just the reality on uh, the the reality on that is when I was in high school. I really like, like I have like VHSs of like Holy random shit. edits I did and stuff like that, <laughs> stuff like that. So yeah. I really enjoyed it. Like, like it was something that I thought was cool, but it was also something I saw no career path for. Okay, it was like, enough. go be a cameraman for CTV, yeah. you, you know, stuff like that. So I really believe that if I had come up in this generation, if I had come up in this time, I would have been following a very similar career path to the ones that like a lot of my guys and our people, uh, people here are doing. Um, so it's, it's one of the things that that's part of the reason that I take that pride is, is 
giving those people that that outlet to uh, I I mean they do it themselves to be clear I'm not doing anything yeah. uh, anything for them except just making that opportunity available and giving them the time the the ability to run with it but yeah uh, yeah your sister was was great and yeah for, first first co-op student but but suddenly talking to teachers and realizing like we are talking about yeah. a student yeah, is that's it, right? super weird because <laughs> I still feel like a kid like, no that's that, it right and and again I feel like um, I mean, in my opinion, your business has been legitimized, but I feel like the fact that now teachers are willing to take it in and, and yeah. this is under curriculum, this is actually falls under something yeah. that te- uh, sorry students can learn. Right. Just, I bet it, it puts something else into your mind, like a, a light, and you're like, holy shit. Like, again, this is another source of almost confirmation that you're on the right path. You know what? I'll be honest with you, man. Those realizations... Um, I try and stay kind of as humble as uh, as humble as possible. I think there's something to be said for being confident, yep. but also understanding that at any moment it can go away. Agreed. At course. any moment someone can come outwork you, just like yep. we were talking about uh, t- talking about before. It's it's very fragile in that uh, in, in that sense, and I find. Um, once again, you can be confident about your abilities, but you need to be very humble with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Those are the type of thoughts, to be honest with you, they don't pop into my head. It, <laughs> it's someone else tells me. It's someone yeah. on the crew goes, hey, have you noticed this? I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's 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 actually pretty cool. But, um, yeah. Uh, so as you're saying that, uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, in, that's, right? that, that's cool. Yeah. But, uh uh, yeah, no. From from my perspective, that wasn't so much uh, so, so much it. So my perspective, just so you guys know, definitely. Um, and I, I I really appreciate everything you've uh, said about Vendetta and all the all, all the nice things that you've said. To me, we are scratching the surface of where I actually want to take this. You Can't know, wait to like, see like, then. Yeah, like, cannot wait to see. <laughs> there's there's going to be V dots in the sky. We've got some pretty uh, pretty big stuff coming. Uh, I'm looking coming forward. Up, to so, that. I'm glad uh, to hear that. Yeah, a- a- anyone watching, give uh, at Vendetta Media Group a follow or at yeah, the Steve Kirk again. Show, yeah. It'll all be shit. it'll all be within the description, and then obviously when awesome. we post the videos that, and everything too. So. That kind of ties into like literally like our next question. Okay. So it's like. What would you give like a twenty year old yourself? Like, what advice would you give a twenty year old yourself? Like now, like, yeah, yeah. Like if you were sitting here twenty years old and yeah. you're still there yourself as of right now, for sure. So what was I guess the three main things that you would say to yourself? So basically, like, for us, yeah, for 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 sure. So number one, which I think you guys uh, you you guys absolutely have, because I'm just so you guys know, just to put the compliment where where it belongs. I'm so impressed with your hustle, your drive, the stuff you guys are doing uh, do, doing online. I find you're really embracing this new school uh, new school marketing method and and doing it uh, in a very effective way. So I know you guys were saying you're still kind of kind of scratching at <laughs> yeah, it, trying to definitely. trying to make your progress. Yeah. You should be right now. You know what I mean? Like, like you just should be, and that's just the way it uh, way it is. But serious kudos to you guys because I've been following for a uh, following for a while. I love what you guys are doing with anything financial. As soon as I saw this podcast, it was like, whatever I can do to support, I'm, I'm, exactly. I'm totally, totally down. Um, but yeah, in terms of top three advice, the number one is the work ethic thing. Okay. There's, there's, you do not know anybody who has become successful without the work. Okay. Like, like, like you do not know that person. And, and there are the outliers. There's the lottery winners. There's the trust fund babies. Like, like these people exist in the world, but the reality is there's no point getting mad about it. You're oh, not going to, no. you're not, you're not going to change it. You no know point I mean? in losing it's, energy over stuff. You literally cannot control it. Exactly. So I mean, the thing you can control though, is how much work you put in. Right? That's it. That's it. Exactly. Literally and that's, the, and yeah. you, you put that, uh, put, put that work in amazing things are going to happen. Now, the one thing I will say about, 
about that. So one st- one saying that I hate, like like okay. with a passion, yep. is work smart, not hard. I don't understand why you have to do one and not the other. Mm. Like, like, like why people create that dichotomy. I don't understand why you're not working smart and, and hard. hard. Yeah, I'm all about that that view on it. But but a lot of people, you you can hear through little things within uh, 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 w- within just the human consciousness uh, like that, where it's people trying to be lazy. Get that so out true. of your fucking head, man. Like, like, there's nothing wrong with working smart. Yeah. But why that means you stop working hard baffles me. Like, like that is my number one saying that I just yeah. can't can't and deal with. The other one I can't deal with is fake it till you make it. We can go into <laughs> uh, go into that one later. But um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that one specifically: work smart, not hard. Work smart and hard. Yeah. No, with that quote though, I honestly, personally, never even thought of it like that. Where. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, why not do both? And and I completely agree. And it's not that I haven't thought of it as in do both. It's just more when people say it, I'm like, I guess, yes, that does make sense in certain, like, uh, certain ways of people saying it. Like, yeah. whatever it may be, you can be more efficient within the work. But why not, if you're being more efficient, now you can put in more hours to something else that you want to learn, right? Or whatever I, I, it may be. I don't understand why it doesn't just stop at work smart. Yeah. Work, work smart, yes. Yeah. A- absolutely. And then work your fucking ass off. That's and, it, right? and, and see what uh, see what happens. If you're going to work, just do yeah. it. And uh, again, do it smart. In, in like, no it, way should you work inefficiently. Yep. That's just dumb. Yeah, that yeah, doesn't, yeah. That no. doesn't make any, uh, <laughs> any sense. But like, work, work smart <laughs> and hard. Yeah, is. and like working smart kind of kind of means like being self-aware and like understanding like you yourself as a person so obviously if there's certain things that you need to change because of course there can be somebody like that could be working really hard yep. but they have that like one thing that's holding them back from really like achieving their goals yeah and absolutely. that comes in with that comes in tied with like being self-aware so knowing what you really need to change as a person yep so you can't you can work smart and hard at the same time that's yeah. it and um the other piece of advice that i think i'd have specifically for like people in your age group coming coming up understand and appreciate the advantages that you guys actually have in this uh, in, in this world specifically as a result of technology so that's holy you guys are extremely lucky in the sense that your entire life you have had access to information yep I'm extremely lucky because I remember what it's like to not have it. So yeah. I appreciate it. You That's know what I mean? Too, you yeah. guys can't help but kind of take it for granted. <laughs> yeah. The internet's just always been a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was not something that existed for me. So yeah. when sometimes when I, like, like even still when I Google information, I'm so blown away when I when I take a step back and go like, this is the type of thing that I had to get on my bike, <laughs> ride to a library that had a fraction of the information that my phone has yeah, readily available to it. That's yeah, exactly. And, and I exactly. can kind of agree so, with that. I mean, no, it's so much with the technology aspect where, uh, again, I've grown up with it. I've always had a cell phone in that sense, right. whatever. But even just uh, through the past six months, as I was speaking to you privately with uh, me trading Forex and everything, I'll be in my room making money off my phone and right. i'm just so mind blown at the fact yeah. that like i am it's in huge. my room it's so huge trading stuff trading commodities whatever it may be yep. and i'm actually making money like right. it just i i still to this and day I, cannot understand that concept and yep. it just blows my mind i'm sure you're the exact same with even the fact that we're recording this whatever it may right. be right it's just so like mind blown and it's just like the different like can't even put avenues in words, like you have available to you too. so it's like it's almost like there's no reason like, there's always different ways to make money, and yeah. it's, like, and, like, Nolan said, it's kind of crazy. Like, I'll literally be sitting in my room and just just shocked. Like, if you, you take that step back, and you're, like, 
wow. Like, I know for a fact, like, people, like, a couple years ago didn't even have access to, like, we took a break. I came back. You guys are checking stocks. Yeah. <laughs> saying how much money you made while we sat here having this uh, this podcast. Literally. It's, great, exactly. it's so, it's, it's, it's so good. Yeah. Um, no, it's really, it's, it's truly an amazing, uh, an amazing thing. Um, and then, um, the funny thing is, I want to make sure that that it's clear. None of these things that I'm saying are static. These are as of today, and I'm just thinking of them of off the top of my no, of uh, to, top yeah, of my course. head. So I mean, these could change in the uh, in in the future. But the other one, um, don't necessarily follow your passion. Okay. And, and this yeah, is okay. I I think this is a fallacy that we have given to kids for years, and I think I I, I think it's a huge disservice that we've done. And and it's really fucking easy for like a celebrity, so whoever That's just it. won an Emmy to stand up there because they were lucky enough to have their passion and something that motivated them really align. And this sounds like a very romantic notion, and that's uh, and, and and that's great. But what if my um, what, what, what if my uh, uh, passion was to be a basketball player? Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna work out. And like, yeah. like, what no, if my passion true. is is uh, uh, to be a horse jockey or something? Yeah. There's certain times where <laughs> your passion doesn't necessarily make sense. Yep. So, yeah. um, don't get too wrapped up on that, and don't think every aspect of your life needs to be fun and enjoyable in every second. It should be rewarding. It should be fulfilling. But let's go back to that gym mentality. You're not going to enjoy every rep. You're not going oh. to enjoy every time you go to the gym. You're going to enjoy the feeling of accomplishment that comes Facts. with it. Facts. And and that is one thing that, and I'm not going to say millennials, because I think this is just a young person thing. Yep. You know, like like people are learning. But that's one thing that sometimes, uh, some, sometimes comes up. You can see somebody's trying to have fun in literally every aspect of their life 24 24 yeah. 7 and yeah. it's just not reasonable no yeah. work um, work is work for a reason right although it. work can be fun majority of the time you're gonna have to do tasks where you don't like right? that's you it. just got to eat the bullet just yeah. fucking do it your passion might be a great hobby if i love basketball i mean go play that's basketball it. man that's like, it, like right? go do it but me making trying to make a career out of it would yeah. be a very huge waste of resources probably. yeah you and I, I, mean? so, I can agree to that because i myself like up till 14 15 i'm making the nhl I, I, of course you were i'm the next Connor were. mcdavid whatever it is were. and then i, I, I thank fucking... you for taking time out of the schedule to uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, <laughs> um, but then it hit me i'm like i'm like you know what i mean like yeah no no it's it's a hundred percent man like, yeah. like like it's a really uh common thing and people just need to be super uh, real with themselves yep. and super uh, super aware of that. And I'm not saying that to be an asshole, but you just need to be very real. So, so true. Um, uh, someone, as, as an example, uh, uh, Kevin O'Leary, love him, hate him. I mean, you have to respect him from the success perspective. But he uh, said he had this huge passion for photography, mm. but it didn't motivate him. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Business motivated him. Yeah. Business got him out of bed every day and 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 made him want to get up and 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 accomplish something. That's so true. as a result, in his downtime, he's an amateur photographer, yeah. and as a career, he's a business person Making because billions. that's what motivates you. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's really important to seek what actually motivates you because that makes life so much easier. And a lot of people confuse that passion 
for motivation. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of things I'm passionate about that I am not nearly as motivated by as I am vendetta and business and, and real estate and things like uh, that. Things like that. That's a yeah. great way to look at it. And uh, like, that's just opening my eyes too, where it's like, yes, the thing that motivates you and like, they, I'm sorry, the thing that you're passionate about. Yeah can be a hobby where the thing that motivates you is going to make you a living right yeah, your passion might be stupid that, right? that's it no, <laughs> sorry that's it. <laughs> it might be no, stupid but, like, but that's like, a good way like if you create that life of you know almost freedom yep then you can pursue your uh, passion as a hobby and you can still enjoy it right yeah that's it man yeah and and uh uh it's it, it's one of those things where it's like bring it with you in your life Mm-hmm. But don't necessarily, it, it's not necessarily going to be a career. Yeah. And that's just, just real. You know what I yeah. mean? So, yeah, I guess that would pro- probably be off the top of my head. Yeah. My, oh, my three biggest pieces of, uh, p- pieces of that's advice, perfect. work hard, um, find what motivates you. And if that's your passion, that's, that, that's amazing. Yeah. And then whatever the fuck the second thing I said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, just go back. It's there. Yeah. Rewind. Um, again, though, those that are three solid, yeah. amazing points to take away. I took notes in my head mentally there hundred percent. Um, and then just the last question to Please. kind of wrap this whole, uh, conversation podcast episode up. Yeah. If you had to start over, what would be the main one thing that you would do to kind of, I guess, either put you into the same pr- position as today or like, like if you lost it all, what would you do? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I know. I think of it. Think a hundred percent. It's a crazy, <laughs> you yeah. a little second to think about that one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, uh, that, that, that's a pretty interesting, uh, interesting question. How are we doing on the timer there? We have a good nine minutes. All right. Okay, all okay, right. Okay, yeah. I can Actually, give it like eight. I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's a, that, that's a good, so this is what I know. Okay. And, 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 and once again, getting back to the things I'm, I'm confident in, the things I'm, I'm motivated by, yeah. I know I can sell. The first thing I would be doing is finding a, uh, finding a sales job where I'm paid what I am actually worth to the, uh, to, to the company. Um, yeah, so you're not getting paid based on like, you're not getting paid based on time you put in. It's based on like. How the good, yeah, the value you're bringing. Yeah, and, and I mean, this is all dependent on uh, this. This is really all dependent on on uh, what your skill set is, right? Okay, yeah, like, yeah. like, I have that skill set of, of of sales, definitely. Um, but other uh, other people might not be able to fit exactly into that uh, into that box. But everybody should have that kind of fallback thing that they know they're uh, know they're good at. Mm-hmm. Um, that they can always jump into if everything uh, if, if if everything was to burn down. It's actually right? very true. Um, so yeah, I, I mean the first thing I would do is is you just have to survive. So you need to make uh, make your money, and I know I can do that, and I know I can uh, I can fall back on that, and I'll be uh, I'll, I'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that. The the main thing that is going to be so important and serve you kind of through your life is making sure that your reputation is uh, is, is intact. So when you hit those hard times, the reality is it's super easy to be a good guy when things are good in your life. Yeah, of course. Of course. It gets real hard when your bank account goes to zero. You yeah. know what I mean? It gets real hard uh, uh, to kind of maintain that integrity sometimes when life goes, uh, life goes bad. So that would be the other thing is focusing on making sure that I'm maintaining that, making sure that I'm helping as many people as possible and making sure that I'm bringing value to the world in literally every way, uh, every way possible. Um, I know through the laws of reciprocity that if I do that, things will work out. That's And like, Um, you've seen that in your life. It's like, you're providing value to certain people and you're getting that, you're getting reciprocated. Just yep. based on their growth as people. The main part with that is making sure that there isn't 
like like you're not expecting yeah. that to come back. So when I talk about the laws of reciprocity, it's not like I do something for you, then Khalil, I'm gonna call you up in a week and go, okay, now it's time to do a favor for me. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's yeah. not like that. It's that when you help those people out, sometimes you have to deal with the fact that there's there's going to be people who use you, or there's yeah. people that that aren't going to see that uh, see that vision you have. Um, but if you stay true to yourself, help people as much as you uh, as, as much as you can, and truly, truly bring value in every interaction that you possibly uh, possibly can, people see that selflessness. They see how humble you uh, are. And they want you on their team in one way, uh, one way or another. So yeah. that that that's the other part that I'm. If Vendetta ever went away, I feel like I would get a job with one of my clients. Like, like, like someone oh, yeah, would hire me. You know yeah, what I mean? That, so, that yeah, there's lots you, of stuff. You just again reciprocating the same energy that you're already providing. Like I feel like that would almost um, equal another team. You yeah, know, you have another thing because yeah. the fact that, and I've realized this too. The past, um, I guess, two years, I could say. If you provide value, if you're if you're being valuable in that sense, like it's only gonna pay off, right? You're not man. even if you won't see the payoff right away, it's still putting something in the back of like in your bank. Whatever 100%. it may be, right? It's gonna pay off eventually. You yep. just gotta keep at it. So and, Yep, that's it, man. And it's like very true, like that Steve definitely like we've seen them do that. Cause like, for example, like he saw us starting a podcast and his first thing was like he has a podcast studio being set Literally, up. Like, and his first thing was to reach out and be like Come shoot an episode didn't with me. Even, didn't even yeah. hesitate. You guys can come. Like, anything. Bring your equipment. <laughs> anything you need. You guys yeah. are there. Let's do it. Right? And that's like that's just true support and appreciation, yeah, and which is now going to pay off to you well, in and, some way or another. Right? And, yeah. and that's not just a lesson from uh, from me. The whole reason you guys got that invite is because you're not assholes. We've worked <laughs> together before, yeah. and I like yeah. you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I know you're good people. Yeah. Uh, and, and really looked uh, looked forward to the opportunity to help out however I uh, however I could. But yeah. uh, we appreciate it 100. Hey man, I I honestly had a blast, guys. Oh, like yeah. like, like I had so much uh, so, so much fun. So Listen, man, uh, we're, we might have to do another. Episode. Honestly, dude, right you, guys, you guys let me know. I feel like we only scratched the surface. No, I know. We can, I, I swear man. we could keep just talking for hours 100%. and hours. Honestly, the fact that two hours have went by, it feels like <laughs> yeah, 20, minutes. 20 minutes. You know and what I mean? There is, so. there is loads of value throughout this episode. Like, if, like, You could definitely rewind this and go through certain like different things throughout your life and like that we talked about. Like, There's something in everything that we talked Re-listen about. Re-listen to it. It take yeah. it in. You know what I mean? Just like, It's been facts this whole time. I appreciate and again, that, boys. I really um, do. Do you have anything else you'd want to say? Yeah, just I don't have any no, questions. I mean, I, I mean, that's it. I uh, quite honestly, guys, I, I didn't come on here with an agenda other than like let's yeah. let's shoot the shit. I yeah. wanted to get to know you guys yeah. a little bit a uh, <laughs> little bit better and just uh, just just crush it. So okay. uh, I, I mean, I'd appreciate it if people uh, get, give us a follow on. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, on uh, social, hundred percent. Do you want to shout out your? Uh, your yeah, social? man. So at, at the Steve Kirk shows, my uh, my personal. We have some really cool content about to start dropping there. Yeah. Uh, and then at Vendetta Media Group for the uh, for for the media side mm-hmm. and uh, for your real estate needs uh, at, at the Steve. No, at uh, Steve the Real Estate Guy. Okay. okay, that sounds great. Do you have any questions you have for us? Any last questions for us or? Um. Yeah. I, well, with uh, so what motivated you guys to actually uh, actually start this? Podcast. Yeah. Where, where's our timer at? Where's our t- where's good our timer question. at? Yeah. Okay, we have a good like two minutes. Yeah, two we'll minutes? just wrap okay. we'll up. So, I, I got five percent battery. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> so quickly, just to end it off, I guess for us, honestly, it's like we we do like putting out content, and it's like honestly it gives us another way for us to bring value to other people. So it's like, for it. example, we have people like you coming on the the podcast, and they hear things like 
for the what we've been talking about for the past two hours and like, as long as somebody learns something from it because yeah. we learned something from it so yeah. as long as like we can provide what we're learning to other people it's like that makes us feel good in and a the sense. fact that um i guess like our big thing is now i guess getting guests on and yeah. the fact uh, of people who've been seeking success who've been successful yep. the fact that we got to pick your brain for two hours got yeah. to know you made the connection in that sense and now people as well who are gonna listen to it they're they have something to take away from it 100%. and they kind of see to what we're thinking when we're talking to other people who right. the people our age are listening, they can now see how we're going about talking to you guys, successful exactly. people, right? 100%. So that's to, again just bringing the value and and uh, I've we've been thinking about it now for almost a year. Yep. Just said fuck it, let's start it, Good. let's see where it takes Good. us, right? Good. Let's see where it takes us. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. The, um, uh, that would actually be another piece of advice: move fast, move yep. fast. Yeah. If, if 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 your risk assessment's low, just just move fast. Definitely. But just uh, take the leap of faith. No, guys, I I love what you guys are uh, doing. There's no question, no question to me that you guys will be extremely excess- successful in uh, in, in your you. lives. Uh, been super impressed with uh, watching what you guys are, uh, are are doing, and and once again, I mean that connection with uh, with Nolan's family and just our connection from uh, for, from before. Yeah, of course. Um, it's 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 been fun watching you guys uh, watching you guys grow, and I really really look forward to. Uh, 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 yeah, I, re- I really look forward to watching you guys keep keep doing that. So like, so one day when your names are up in, <laughs> uh, up in lights, don't forget the little guys. Of course. Uh, I, I hope I get an invite to that uh, to, to that party. Oh, you'll be at all the parties. Trust me. <laughs> like, honestly, thanks again, Steve, for having us. Like, we My pleasure, really, guys. really appreciate it. You're an amazing person. And honestly, like, you'll definitely be a guest on our podcast soon. Yeah, and again, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you for allowing us to come to the studio, the mics, the amazing sound quality, <laughs> the editing, everything. Thank you, Steve. I got you guys. I got you, you guys. And, uh, yeah, thanks so much for having me on. I really I really had a blast. And uh, I guess we should say goodbye to these yeah. guys. Yeah, I guess to, like, wrap it up, stay seeking success. That's the end of the Seeking Success podcast. Boom. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>